After interviewing over 800 of the best minds in business and investing, I share my best insights, ideas, and lessons learned from Cashflow Ninjas on how to become financially free and escape the rat race through Cashflow Investing. If you're looking to increase your cash flow efficiency in your business and investments and increase your cash flow exponentially, you are in the right place. My name is MC Laubscher, and this is Cashflow Investing Secrets. This is Cashflow Investing Secrets. My name is MC Laubscher. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Cashflow Investing Secrets. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've published uh, an episode of Cashflow Investing Secrets. There's a lot of exciting projects uh, that we've got uh, going simultaneously. You can find it all, by the way, at CashflowNinja.com. CashflowNinja.com. There's three podcasts now. Cashflow Ninja, Cashflow Investing Secrets, and Reset Investing Secrets. And of course, if you're interested in cash flow and cash flow investing, you can go to cashflowninja.com and grab a copy of my book, The 21 Best Cash Flow Niches, Creating Wealth in the Best Alternative Cash Flow Investments. You can subscribe to my newsletter uh, called The Best Cash Flow Niches Newsletter, in which I share one brand new, uh, well-researched cash flow niche every single month with subscribers. And of course, you can join my mastermind cash flow Nirvana if you are a business owner or an investor that's looking to protect and build wealth during turbulent times. All at cashflowninja.com. In today's episode of Cashflow Investing Secrets, I want to talk about how you do different things at different times of a market cycle. MC, what's a market cycle? Well, every single market um, goes through different phases, uh, and then the basically the cycle just repeats itself, right? So there's a time where the market is very depressed. There's a lot of fear, uncertainty. There's paranoia. Everybody is given up, basically, on this specific market. Pick your market. You can pick anyone. Um, but it's 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 doom and gloom. Um, this is, of course, that time which the ultra-affluent and wealthy refers to as the time that there is blood in the streets. Um, and then uh, they, you get a, a lot of buyers that are coming in, right? The smart money's coming in during that point. And you get a little bit of a bump up. And then all of a sudden, the market starts to recover. And then more and more investors come into the market that start to notice this tra this change of trend and change of direction of a market. And then, of course, this adds more fuel to the fire. And now the market becomes, um, yeah, becomes a, a booming market. And because it's booming, well, now more and more people are piling into the market until it basically reaches an euphoria stage where everybody is so excited. This market is just going up and it's just only con going to con continue uh, continue to go up and of course this is where the the general public usually comes in um the euphoria phase and 
then when the euphoria phase is over that you'll hit a peak during that time the smart money is move moving out of that market during that time because of course you know you buy low and you sell high that's what you do as an investor right and then once that happens you get a little bit of a pullback the smart money is out of the market during that pullback then you get a lot of people look well you get a lot of people looking at the market during that time saying no 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 it'll come back I mean, it's just too good. Look at it. It's too good. Again, pick your asset class. Real estate, crypto, <laughs> business buying, uh, you know, uh, the stock market, gold and silver. Just pick your market. And that's a time too then when people become complacent. And the market is kind of going sideways during that time. And then, um, you know, the majority of the, the participants are still believing, no, 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 this is going to come back. It has to. The, it was just too good during those times. The, the great times have to continue going. And then all of a sudden, there's some bad news enters in that market. Because during, of course, the run-up, the euphoria, there's a lot of people that invested highly speculatively and probably more than they should, and they're leveraged. One bad event can change the market very, very quickly. And then all of a sudden you get another dip and a pullback. And that's the time when a lot of traders call this the blow-off top, where now you the market is now uh, collapsing. Why does it collapse? Because the average person, usually the people that chased in light, right? The general public, they can't handle that. And fear sets in, panic sets in. It's that, oh shit moment. And they're selling everything. And all of a sudden, that's why markets go down really, really fast too, as opposed to the run up. When it goes up, it goes up nice and slowly. When it goes down, it comes down very, very fast because you've got all these people trying just to sell out of the market. Um, and then this leads to the complete collapse. It goes down right to the bottom. And guess where you're at? You're right back where you started. You're in depression. You're in depression. You are in fear. You're in parano uh, paranoia. You are in a state of, oh my goodness, th th this is destroyed. This is never going to come back. It's over. And then that cycle repeats itself. The investors that sold right at the top. They come in and buy up when there's blood in the streets and the cycle repeats itself. That's a market cycle. Pick your market, whether it's real estate, whether it's businesses, whether it is commodities, whether it is paper assets, stock markets, bond markets, whether it is crypto. It's the same thing. So the question that I have for listeners and viewers is, do you do the same things at all stages of this market cycle? And the answer, of course, is absolutely not. When um, the market is completely rock bottom, blood in the streets kind of moment, right? The professionals are going in and buying it up. That is the time to chase yields. That's the time to really, really go all in and chase yields, get cash flow because the appreciation's coming and if you do it properly you're probably going to get some great tax benefits and you can you could definitely deploy leverage of all kinds not just the capabilities skill sets 
uh, network and capital of other people. You can even leverage debt during that time. Um, that's the time to do it. And that is uh, the moment where you go. That's where you make your big move. And then as the market is going up and recovering, you know, you still make investments and you still kind of you participate and you uh, there's different entry points in in in, in the in the upswing, right? And eventually you buy, and your last buy should be at that time when the majority of the people, the population, the average investor believes that this is a boom. They have to get in. They're going to miss out. They have FOMO and so forth. And that is when the yield chasing, the cash flow chasing, is over. That's when the smart money decides to cash out. And who do they sell it to? There's buyers and sellers in every market. They sell it to the average investor that's now chasing in with FOMO and the money switches from the average investor's hands to the professionals and they exit that market. What stage are they in? They're not in yield chasing anymore. They are now in capital preservation stage. They know because they are professionals, that this market is going to take a dip. You'll have your first pullback because they're selling. And then there'll be complacency. There'll be an event or whether it's a news event driven or something that creates the second slight pullback, faster pullback. And when that happens, you're going to shake out everyone. They know that's coming. So during that time, they are all in capital preservation, capital pr protecting it, protecting it, protecting it, protecting it until that market is rock bottom again. And there's blood in the streets. And then what do they do? The professionals, they go in and they buy everything up again. And the cycle repeats itself. So let me pose this question to you, the listener and the viewer on this Cashflow Investing Secrets episode. Where do you think we are currently right now? So in my worldview, where we are at right now is we've left the euphoria phase. The smart money has sold already. They're out in most of the markets, right? They're looking for undervalued markets. But the smart money is out. You've had your first, your first pullback. You're in complacency. And there are now certain events that are starting to happen. What events? Um, you know, if I have to pick, let's pick the real estate market. There's, for instance, um, in the multifamily space, there is a there's large portfolios that have already basically they're 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 insolvent, right? There's a huge portfolio down in in Texas in the Texas market that they just I mean they 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 just went under. So another investor came in and bought them up. Um, there's also because of the interest rate environments, a lot of uh, multifamily operators that in the coming next like 12 months, they're going to really be in a tight spot. They're after going to come up with capital to uh, to add more uh, money to the deal uh, in renegotiating with lenders because uh, it's going to come to a phase where lenders are going to try and fix uh, a lot of the deal structures. So anyway, so that's what's happening in multifamily. The smart money is out. We're now in complacency where there's still people trying to hang on to this. Um, and I would say, I mean, pick your alternative asset market. 
say your alternative asset market, they're all basically in complacency right now. If I have to take a look at it, and I'm going to expose to a lot of them. So we are a couple of events and news-related items away from that moment, the moment of capitulation when that market then collapses, and it comes down very, very, very fast. And the smart money, the professional investors will wait for that moment until it hits rock bottom, and then they'll get in again. So what's happening right now, to summarize, my worldview, how I'm looking at this, is during this in this market cycle, we've left the euphoria phase. We've had that first drop. The smart money's out. We're now in complacency. We, as investors, should all now be in capital preservation mode, right? There's certain things that you do at certain time of the markets, as I've already shared. This is not the time to chase yields. This is the time to preserve capital. So I wanted to my, uh, just share in this episode how important this is. So during yield chasing, cash flow, and talking about chasing great investments that produces cash flow, they pay you to own them and to hold them. They also give you great tax benefits. They have a huge opportunity for appreciation, and you can apply leverage right to them. That is a completely different conversation. And if we were during at that time of the market cycle, a lot of the content moving forward would be just exactly that. Again, there's still some opportunities. I can hear what you're thinking. MC, there's still some opportunities in the alternative asset class that I'm in. There will always be opportunities, okay? But I'm really talking from a big picture, macro, trying to um, generalize uh, kind of my look at this, at, 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 at it from a big picture. The content that we will publish in the coming weeks on cash flow investing secrets will be more focused on the capital preservation. So MC, what does capital preservation have to do with cash flow? Well, cash flow efficiencies. It's during times like this, if you can optimize your cash flow within your personal business and investing economy, and you become really cash flow efficient, that all is capital that you can allocate then and put aside and protect so that you have more to deploy when the market crashes and it's now blood in the streets and the professional investors are going in. And now you have the capital that you took off the table at the peak of the market, right? During the euphoria phase or during complacency that you can now deploy along with the capital that you freed up in your personal business and investing economy. So you're going to have more of that to deploy during the next period when we get back into the chasing yields uh, phase. So I'm excited to share that in ep episodes coming up. That is what you're going to get from Cashflow Investing Secrets. The secrets right now in Cashflow Investing is cash flow optimization and cash flow efficiency. Everything that we do is at CashflowNinja.com. CashflowNinja.com. All episodes of Cashflow Investing Secrets is at CashflowNinja.com, along with the episodes from Cashflow Ninja and Reset Investing Secrets. I appreciate you spending the most valuable resource or time once again with me. Until next time, 
Love infinitely. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.